was depressed. I was um, having trouble getting out of bed, having trouble wanting to do the things that were fun. I wasn't realizing how loud everything is mm. until everything was silent. God didn't just lead me into the things I needed to learn, but he also led me into finding the people I needed to be around. One of my closest friends to this day, when I was in that really low place, never stopped showing up and being my friend. Solitude is not um, wrong to do. It's actually biblical. Don't forget the Sabbath. It's not going against the whole community thing for you to need some time to recharge, renew, and grow. There's two people we're talking to right now. There's some of us who need to show up for somebody. Another group of us who need to get up. It's time to get up and go for it. Figure out, you know, what is that in our tugging? What are you being called to do and go? Welcome to the Elevate It podcast, where we interview creatives who are going after their it, their inner tugging. And let me tell you, I am super excited about the guests that we have today in the studio. I've had the privilege to know this individual all their life. Some even say we look alike and we have similar mannerisms. That's for all of you to go ahead and decide with you. But we have a songwriter, an artist, um, a minister, a creative in every aspect of it. And what I really love and value and appreciate so much I can say about this individual. But the thing that I want you to know is his love and his heart for youth is like none other, has dedicated his life work to seeing young people live, walk, thrive, operate in what God has called for them to do and be, and is going to a different level as we speak. I'm talking about none other than actually a family member, a cousin, Kasi Grove. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, bro? Um, thank you for inviting me. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm awesome. excited to uh, be here and can do this. Yeah, we 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 gonna go in. We are gonna have yeah, some. Yeah, get 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 loose. Get ready. Yeah. We are gonna go for that. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. But while we get before we go there, uh, you guys, if you're first time joining us, I'm gonna share something with you guys. We got some called mic drop moments. All right. If you have already been watching us and you haven't already taken the time, you can go ahead and hit the like or uh, share button and also subscribe to the podcast. That would be super helpful. But the mic drop moments are when you hear and receive something valuable that comes from either Kasi or myself uh, that really ministers to who you are, because no matter where you are, whether you're on the ministry side or on the business side, a creative, um, you know, entrepreneur, whatever the case may be, like what we're sharing, those, those things are transferable. And the whole goal is for you to be able to get something that can help you through your journey while you're pursuing your own it. So when something hits your heart, your mind, your spirit, and you're like, oh, that's fire. Oh, that was helpful. Drop that microphone emoji or an icon in the comment section and even put some quotes out there as to what stands out to you because we want to fill the comment section with so much encouragement, power, and, 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 and just, just mic drop moments so that people who are watching can connect and then also those who desire to read. Let's just build that. All right, Elevation Nation, appreciate you. We about to go into this podcast episode. Kasi. What's up? <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I oh, really am. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So tell us a little bit about who Kasi is. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've spent my whole life, you know, in a family with a lot of ministers. And um, at one point in my life, um, I felt really called to do that. So um, I make music and I, uh, I preach, I teach, I create programs for youth. Like you said, I'm very passionate about youth, mm -hmm. all outside of that part of myself, the minister within me. So um, that's a little bit about who I am. I'm mm -hmm. from a big family, so I'm used to a little bit of chaos. So a big it works family. For youth ministry. What do you mean by a big family? Um, I'm the youngest of eight. Youngest um, of eight. And I have, I mean, I don't know how many of us there are. <laughs> There's a lot of cousins. Um, yeah, my, my dad has like like 13 siblings or something crazy like that. It's, there's a lot of us. It's a huge family. Um, yeah, so that kind of I think prepared me for the chaos that sometimes is youth ministry. So mm. that's that's a uh, who I am. That's Where did this youth uh, tug come in at? Um, it was around when I was 18 or 19 when I left. Um, I was going to school for music education. Left there. I got invited to a church by a friend of mine. Um, and when I went, the worship director and the youth pastor just saw something in me and they invited me to be a leader in the youth ministry. And that's kind of where it started. And it just kept going from there. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't really, for a while, I really didn't want to, cause I was like, I don't want to hang out with teenagers, but now I'm like, they're my favorite people. They're so fun. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like young people are misunderstood? Um, what yeah, you, what? I feel like they're misunderstood. I feel like they, um, have a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of times we see young people as the future of the church mm -hmm. instead of seeing young people as the here and now of the church. Like okay. they bring energy, they bring talent, they bring, um, passion. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, if you've ever dealt with teenagers, they're very passionate about some things. And sometimes you're like, relax, <laughs> but, um, they're very passionate. And if, and if you help them tap into, that passion, they can, um, they have a lot to offer and can be um, just a really exciting part of any ministry or any, you know, organization, any group. Um, so, I mean, I think that a lot of times they're misunderstood and I think a lot of times they're um, kind of uh, passed by okay. um, instead of uh, pulled to the front um, in a lot of different situations. Speaking of passion, what would you say your personal passion is in life? Um, I think my personal passion might be something like helping people to discover um, who they are, okay. their identity, okay, um, and um, helping people to uh, grow in whatever thing they are passionate about. I love to see people grow and learn and and become the person who they're called to be. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just really passionate about. Um, trying to help people, you know, get there. And I don't always think that I'm the person who can get everybody there. I don't think that at all. Right. Um, but I'm a person who always is learning um, because I think that if you're going to teach something, you should also be learning at the same time. Um, so I think my passion is, is in that, just the constant teaching and constant learning and helping others grow and okay. growing myself. Okay. Why do you think that is a passion and like how is that connected to your own story why do i think it's a passion um because it's the thing that makes me the most excited it, it like kind of gives me life okay um 
I mean, everybody's had that moment where they're doing something that they're like, oh my gosh, like this is like, I feel energized. I feel fed. Mm -hmm. I, my, you know, my cup is being filled. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's something that gives me that. Um, and um, so I guess that's why it feels like a passion to me. Um, and what was the other question you asked? Yeah. So far as like, how does that connect to your story? Uh, it connects to my story uh, because like I said, I was, um, I was going to school for music education and mm -hmm. at one point I wanted to teach music. Um, so when that ended um, and life kind of changed for me, I was like, I still like, I'm, I'm a person who teaches like, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. um, so then when it connected, it connected to my story, when I felt called to teach about God. Mm -hmm. um, so then it, that re-energized me. I was in a, I was in a place where I was, um, I was depressed. There we when go. I Let's school. go. Let's go there. Um, we can go. There. Let's we go, can there. go there. I was, <laughs> I was depressed. Okay. I was um, having trouble getting out of bed, having okay. trouble um, wanting to do the things that were fun. Um, but then uh, when I got into youth ministry, when I started teaching, when I started to support a lot of different um, ministries and and getting on stage with worship team and all that, um, I started to get like a little bit of that fire back, yeah. that light back. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that kind of helped me move in this other direction with my story. My story was going this one way, you know, as I did music through, through school, I did marching band. Like I was, I was a music guy, like that's yeah. who I was. And then it took this left turn and I didn't really know what that was like. It was, it was wilderness. Um, and then, um, and then something happened and it wasn't anymore. And I felt like I could, um, you know, keep my head above water. And then it was no longer keeping my head above water, but really, um, enjoying the journey. Yeah. Um, and then I also did therapy and stuff. So let me just say, go to therapy. Ah. That might be your mic drop moment. <laughs> go to therapy. Right. Um, but also, um, like if you feel called to something like, answer that call, look in that direction, like go that way. It'll, it'll help you tap into who you are mm -hmm. and feel like yourself again. Yeah. So you go going back a little bit. So you're identifying music. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's something that goes all throughout the family. Just yeah. this period. Like, I think it's just in the blood. Yeah. But, um, so, so that's a, a tugging for you. Right. Mm -hmm. So then there's an area and aspect pertaining to even ministry and that you go through a season or you're saying, you know, depression or so forth and so on, and you, and you deal, deal with those things. Mm -hmm. How do you go from depressed to filling your energy or, or filling back? Cause that's, that's a good point. Cause somebody, yeah. excuse me, watching or listening can identify with that. Yeah. Right. They, they're, they're grateful for knowing going to college. They're grateful for that, but, but some of those rough spots in life, like that's some of the stuff that people aren't necessarily talking about. Yeah. So take me through some, some steps or some things that you kind of went through. Um, I mean, I went through a lot of different things. Um, a lot of it was just, um, finding the things I was good at, finding the things I like to do. Um, but, um, I didn't really know until later in life what that was all about. Um, I actually, it was, uh, in 2020 when I, I was, you know, was the start of, um, serving at a church, um, that I 
who served out for three years. Um, and um, we were trying to figure out, like, I started November 2020. So these kids, like, have not been to church in a while. Like, they have nothing to do. They're at home. And we were like, what do we do to help these students get to this next level? Um, get how, how do we help them to go on these mission trips that we're going to go on and, and get more involved and, and feel like they are awake again? And I was sitting with uh, my pastor um, and, and she said, awake, O sleeper, and starts going through that whole Ephesians um, scripture. And we ended up saying, this is like our theme for the summer. And then we ended up writing this song called Come Alive. And it's, um, the song is about rising up out of that sleeping place, that, um, that low place um, where you're inactive or you're um, stuck in allowing yourself to come alive and do something. Um, Did you feel like you were asleep? I feel like I was asleep. I feel like I was more than that. Like it was, it was bad. I, I didn't want to do anything. Um, but then one day it shifted, it changed and I felt alive again. How did it shift? Um, it was, it was really, I was invited to church and I was there and I was in worship and, I, and it just hit me. So a God moment, a God moment, a real God moment that just hit me. Um, there were tears. Like I was a mess. <laughs> My first time at this church, I was a mess. Um, and then these people are coming up to me and they're like, like, what is, what does this mean for you? What are you going to do? And I was like, I want to be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then it moved to, you know, he's, he's here now, he's a volunteer here. And then I was an intern and then, you know, God just kept calling me deeper and deeper and sending me. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up on mission in Philly for a summer. I ended up going to, you know, multiple different churches and, um, learning about myself, learning about God, learning about my call, learning about, um, how to lead. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and that, that was through, you know, coaching that was through relationship that was also through failure. Yeah. Um, and then, um, with every one of those steps, whether, whether it was failure or it was success through all of those things, mm -hmm. I learned something. And then I moved into the next spot, feeling more and more alive. The next event, I was like, I know how to do this because I've done it before. I know how I've done it wrong. Mm -hmm. Now I know how to do this thing. Right. Um, and then eventually I just, um, was really enjoying it. Like it was no longer like. You know, I left school and I'm sad about it, but now it was what's next, God? Like, what are, what are we doing? And I was just excited for that. And the, you know, leaving school didn't really matter as much to me anymore. I wasn't depressed anymore. And, um, and like I said before, I started going to therapy, yeah. Yeah. um, and it, and I felt alive. Um, so, so, so your relationship with, with God, you're saying, um, you're saying the area there's been therapy, mm -hmm. um, you pursuing the things that you felt passionate about. Yeah. Okay. So it was these continual things. Um, and you know, we, we, the one thing I don't want to say is, okay, you just get yourself in worship. It's going to break. Cause for everybody's story is different, right? right? Um, you go to therapy, it's going to break. No, it can be a combination of those things, but I think we could say that like a pursuit pertaining to happiness or yeah. pursuit pertaining to purpose or that pursuit yeah. realizing and recognizing that there's something that I'm experiencing right now. That's not necessarily uh, me, yeah. right? It could be a feeling, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not me, right. right? This depressed feeling, this situation, like 
I might be experiencing it, but this ain't who I am and right. I can't stay here at yeah. this level. So yeah. whatever I need to do to come up out of this area for me to go ahead and operate and be mm -hmm. all that God is calling me to be, like, that's what I'm kind of sensing. Like, you're kind of in the way of saying, like, and you had community around you. You yeah. had different situations. You were having the opportunity to fail and get back up with having people around you, so yeah. forth and so on. So. Yeah. And the reason why I'm pulling those things out is like I'm saying, like, we can't play with this. Like, we all have call. We have purposes and different things like that. Yeah. But it's truth. Like, the truth of the matter is you can be surrounded about around people. I've said this before in another episode and feel lonely. Right. You can be doing God's work, whatever that may mean for you, whether it's in a church house, in a business, one of the seven mountains. It doesn't matter. And you can still be going through some situations. Right. We're not judging that. Right. Like, and a matter of fact, sometimes we got to feel what we got to feel right. and let it go. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we take those feelings and own those feelings as a part of us mm -hmm. when we got to let those things pass right. and go to that next level. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm saying so yeah. just to say, like, if you're there and you've identified with being low, you've identified with being depressed, you've identified with those things. One is feel the feelings, let them go. We're not licensed therapists on here telling you exactly what to do. If you feel as though you need to see a licensed therapist, by all means, do what you need to do. But one thing we're realizing, we're going to say is you don't have to do it alone. Right. And there are people and places in place that God has sent for you to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting across the table from somebody who now has victory in some of these areas because whether you realize it or not, you are following the leading of God right. to help you go through any area and aspect of that. Yes. Anything you want to add to that? Um, I, I'm really happy you mentioned like the community. Um, because God didn't just lead me into the things I needed to learn, but he also led me into finding the people I needed to be around so that I could, um, so that I could feel more like myself again. Um, there are some friends who I had to, um, cut some ties with, and there are some friends who I had to hold a lot closer mm -hmm. because some of those friends, um, made sure I got out of bed. Some of those friends, uh, one of my closest friend, one of my closest friends to this day, when I was in that really low place, never stopped showing up and being my friend. Mm. Never stopped wanting to play music with me, never stopped wanting to hang out with me. Um, he actually, he taught me how to drive. And wow. at this point in my life, when I was 19, I was finally, you know, not afraid to get behind the wheel anymore. <laughs> um, he used to show up at my house. He lived right down the street um, when I lived over on Charles Street. Mm -hmm. um, and he used to show up at my house and text me, good morning, I'm outside, let's go. Mm -hmm. And that was what got me out of bed. Wow. You need a community of people who is going to not just let you stay there. Yeah. Because even if you don't know it in that moment, they know you, they know your heart, and they know that that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. Those are your feelings, and they're valid, Yeah, but that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And so when he showed up and said, let's go, I got up. Yeah, I got myself out of bed. That that If he didn't do that, I probably wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. um, and nobody in the house knew what to do, mm -hmm. um, but he did. Yeah. And so I did, and he did that every day for like a month. Wow. Um, and then I eventually got my license, got myself moving, got myself into a better job um, and started to like pick up the pieces. Mm -hmm. And then I just started to get closer to God and started serving um, and getting uh, more people surrounding me saying like, you've got to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not forcing me to do a specific, you know, job at a church, but it's really, uh, I'm at least going to get you out of bed. Yeah. Like, and then eventually, um, it wasn't as hard. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I can hear those people's voices in my head mm -hmm. when I get up. Yeah. Um, if I have a rough day to this day and I say, I got to get up, you know, because, um, almost like he, he coached me to do that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that community being around you, having those people who will not just say what makes you smile right. or say what makes you feel good, but also say what you need to hear. That's good. Let me pause you because there's two things that are mic drop moments mm -hmm. that I think could be a really huge theme. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't want the people to miss this. All right. Mm -hmm. Listen to what, what, what Kasi is saying. He's saying there's two people we're talking to right now. There's some of us who need to show up for somebody. Then there's another group of us who need to get up. Mm -hmm. So show up, and get up. Right. I don't know where you are at that level and we're not judging it. But the point is greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. And so we have to show up because you can identify that maybe there's a Christian or a Kasi that you've seen that, you know what, they're not really operating at their best at this level, but I see greater in them and I've been where they are. And so maybe even that's a part of your journey with youth because you've been there mm -hmm. to realize that now I have to show up every day and do the best that I can do because even if it's a, you're awesome, even if showing up is, here's a cup of coffee, if showing up is, let's go to breakfast, if showing up is a text message, mm -hmm. whatever showing up is, being consistent, letting somebody know they're not alone, I appreciate you, I love you, you're amazing, this demonstrating the love of Christ in their lives, that's a part where we have to show up and be in tune enough to come out of our own same situation to realize that there's somebody else. That's the show up aspect of that. But then that area of that get up, I'm thinking scripturally, right? You got that man on the pool, Bethesda, who's on that mat for so long. Right. He's at a place, Jesus is standing there and he's, I mean, and he's like, do you want to be made whole, right? Mm -hmm. Or do you believe in the sense that you look at the religion, the original language, do you believe that you already have the healing that is, that, that that's there, that's already been manifested in right. your body and mm -hmm. your being? And if that's the case, then get up. The man says, I have nobody to go ahead and put me in the water when the angel was stirring. I'm paraphrasing. Y'all can check it out uh, in the scripture in the New Testament. Uh, but um, then he has to make a conscious decision, which is connected to Romans 12 of be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? Renew mind to realize that I have to go ahead and get up. Mm -hmm. So even if, if somebody is showing up, if you're not making the conscious decision that I need to get up, you can still find yourself seated in a crippled or paralyzed position mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally blaming other people when God has already showed up. And the yeah. dope thing is in a text, Jesus is physically there. The dope thing now is we have Jesus within. Right. And right. so we can get up by the very mirror area of aligning our mind to the vine, to the Christ mind, and be able to raise up to a different level to see God do some amazing things. Yes. So I think we can safely say we're moving excuses as of now. So we have to either show up for those God is calling us to, or some of us have to get up or do both. Yes. Show right. up or get up. Right. Mic drop moments. Mic drop. Do it. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> show up mm -hmm. or get up right get up all right that's that's enough mm. right even there show up or get up wherever you are at there's no judgment you're just so valuable so powerful so anointed so chosen it's time to get up and go for it mm -hmm. speaking of go for it you're going for some things yeah yeah, you're, you're, you're transitioning, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's some great things going on. Yeah. How did all this stuff happen? Tell me what's going on. Yeah. So, um, so I, 
I don't really know how my name kind of came across the desk of some people, but um, I was invited to apply to a school to get my master's in youth ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I went through the application process. It's it's a really cool program mm -hmm. that allows you to get the theological and practical uh, kind of education that um, makes youth ministers very prepared to do youth ministry today. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a, a really cool thing, but it's like, it requires you to move. Um, so um, I got accepted. I uh, got my placement for like the field education kind of thing that they do. Um, and so I'll be moving to Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really <laughs> excited. It's, it's far. My parents are a little sad, but. Oh, uh, we're praying for you right now. Yes. All right. Touch, yeah. touch y'all. We love y'all. <laughs> yeah. We have to get them to go out there and, and, and meet you out there. Yeah, yeah. But my mom's like, I don't want to get on a plane. And my dad's like, I'm not driving. So it's like a whole thing. But, but when her baby goes, right. yeah. that plane gets a little easier. Come yeah. on, somebody. I, I did. I asked her. I was like, well, are you going to come out there at least for my graduation? She was like, I'm going to I'm gonna fly out there. Yeah. I was like, when did this happen? Love, <laughs> you, love you, Aunt Liz. Like, we pray. Right. Yeah. So, so that's so dope. They're, they're doing all right, though. They're excited for me. They're mm -hmm. proud of me. Um, and uh yeah it's a big it's a big change but um i mean there's a whole lot more out there than just pennsylvania so yeah ready to go out there and see what god has for me next so when you get up and you show up doors open yeah yeah for sure and um, it's still the community mm -hmm. so i gotta i'm gonna go a little deeper mm -hmm. all right because yeah. they're not privy to some of the conversation that we had to bring everybody into this yeah because you talked about community yeah and support. Yes. So a lot of the work that you do is for a local and a local church. Setting. Yes. So you're telling me you're in a local church supported mm -hmm. and you're about to transition and move to another local church, local church yeah. supported by the church that you're in now. Yes. That go to another church mm -hmm. and college. Yes. And you've been supported along the way. Yes. Um, I've been supported emotionally. Um, I've been supported uh, financially. Um, I mean, it's just, it's really, it's a beautiful thing when people, um, they're, they're sad to see you go, but they're also so happy for you and care so deeply for you. So they want you to um, do what's best for you and for your future. Um, and and a, a few of them said, you know, well, are you going to come back when you're done? And I don't know what God's going to have for me. So I gave them that honest answer, but um, no matter what, they they didn't have any um, yeah, they didn't have any requirements or anything to ask me, you yeah. know, to return anything. They just said out of the goodness of their heart, they're going to support me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, the people at the school and the people at the church are doing everything in their power to create a community for me to receive me there, mm -hmm. too. And it's just um, it's a beautiful thing to see local churches supporting people and not, you know not being just this organization that does all these events and, and whatever they, they are, they have an interest in the individual. Yeah. Um, and they want to surround each individual with as much love and support as they can. Um, and so I am feeling that I'm yeah. feeling full. I'm feeling loved right now and yeah. feeling surrounded, even though I'm moving 15 hours away. Yeah. Um, it's, it's wild. Um, stop. Okay. Yeah. Because you said a lot. Yeah. But I, I got to pull out some. Okay. Okay. All right. Because it's it's the area of community that you're still on. Okay. 
But what I want you to see is how blessed you are mm -hmm. in the area of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and this is what's dope because whether they're young or older, we have multi a multitude who are watching and, but I think we can learn a, a lesson from the leadership that you're experiencing yeah. to support those who are coming up is crucially important. You said, I feel loved. I feel supported. It's the same thing that were when you were in a depressed place, it's the love and the support that helped to propel you. Mm -hmm. And now it's a love and support to help to take you to a different level as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got to hear that mm -hmm. as leaders in the area of community to realize that, that if we support and we love and release that there's a blessing in that. What mm -hmm. would that look like if we're, and, and we get to do the same thing now for generations to come, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not an area, you didn't say, you know what, I'm having a real rough time, man. This church ain't trying to let me go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they're backbiting. They're talking about this other ministry right. or they're trying to convince. No, no, no. You're saying they support it, love you, love, hate to see you go, but supporting you along the way right. that provides an area for you to unfold and be who you are. The yeah. power of a loving community yeah like we have to put those things into practice mm -hmm. you said i feel love and support for my family i feel love and support listen love and support will help launch you and take you to some places yeah. it's love that can lift us and take us to those to those those things so 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 even if you're not experiencing those things know that it's out there and know that you can be connected to those situations, that community, being around, I don't need to say the right community, I'll say being around the community that is supportive, a supportive community right. that's gonna say that their interest is not just in their mission and their right. vision, their interest is in the people mm -hmm. and releasing and developing people to be what God has called them to be. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I had to point that out, mm -hmm. missing the area of that, right? right. That, that that we have value in those situations. So even if it's not a church, maybe it's a business, maybe it's a, look, we're in the area of launching podcasts. I'm like, what other like-minded podcasters are out there that to build community? Right. Whatever the case may be, there has to be community and marriage and family and all those things to help us to unfold to be what God has called for us to be. Absolutely. Your life is a blessing, man. Yeah, it's it has been. It, I mean, when I look back on it, I can't really believe it because a lot of these people who are supporting me in this transition have been supporting me since I was 18, 19 years old and depressed. Um, and they've walked me, they've walked alongside me. They've propelled me forward when necessary. They've walked in front of me to lead me. Um, and, and now they are supporting me and sending me. And through that whole process, they've never left. They've never changed the fact that they love me and support me. Whether they work with me and now are sad to see me go, they still have interest in Kasi's well-being and success. Mm -hmm. And those people have allowed me to um, feel confident about this step because um, they didn't let me stay there. They, mm -hmm. they, they made me get up. Um, and now they're not going to let me stay here. They're mm -hmm. going to they're gonna send me. Mm. Um, and uh, I feel content because of that. Wow. Yeah. That's a blessing, man. What would you say to somebody who um, is in that posture in a place and they feel like I'm I'm going in this direction, like your story of I'm in music, I'm doing that, but I feel a tug to go in this direction. Like I feel a shift, but but I'm a little nervous. Um, I, 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 it's a lot of unknown water walking type of situations. What would you say to that person that feels like I got a pivot coming? 
And I just, I'm not exactly sure what to do next. What would you say to him? So the practical side of me says, um, figure out your options and choose which one seems best. But the spiritual side of me says, pray hard and figure out what seems best. And those two things are able to happen together. Um, I think uh, it happens very well when they happen together. Um, so I think that would be like my advice for somebody to just kind of figure out, you know, what you're being called to and, and what is, you know, what is that inner tugging where, what is, what are you being called to do? And when you figure out what that direction is, go, cause you're going to be nervous no matter where you're at in life. You're going to be nervous to go to Walmart. If you have anxiety, <laughs> you're going to be nervous to do a lot of things. Um, but, um, if you feel called to do it and you know, it's going to help you get to where you feel called to be and, and help you become who you feel called to be and help you figure out who you actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you just got to do it. Um, and that seems that is, I am experiencing that that is a lot harder than it sounds, Mm -hmm. but as you start to figure the things out, it becomes a little bit easier. You'll find your community. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, you just got to do it mm-hmm. because it's going to get you to that next level that you need to be at to be who you really feel um, compelled wow. to become. I love it. I love it. That's mag. That's magnificent. That's awesome. If you are just joining us or you haven't had the opportunity yet, it's the perfect time for you to subscribe to this channel to be notified. We'll have more awesome guests like Kasi and even more situations. So subscribe so you can turn on the notification bell to be notified for other um, uh, upcoming uh, episodes. I have another question that I want to ask you. Okay. Then I want you to share some of your social um, tags and then leave us with a word of wisdom. So that's what we're going to do. All right. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay right here because we about to go there. Right. Um, I was reminded of Jesus in the area when you would see Jesus in solitude. He would be in silence praying, right? He would be uh, here, whatever, before this miracle take place, he went alone, isolated, do by himself, right? Disciples are sleeping, doing their thing, he praying, he like with all those situations, right? Mm -hmm. I can remember one of the conversations we have had, and you don't know this, but it encouraged me Mm -hmm. to get some times of solitude because I found out that you took some time uh, unplugged, so to speak, no phone type of situation. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like it truly, truly blessed you. So I felt like I wanted you to take a brief moment just to speak about like the power of like solitude and getting away and unplugging Mm -hmm. and how that can kind of help you in the midst of you trying to discover and operate and get your it in clarity. Does that make sense to what I'm asking you? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, So when I, when I took that time to unplug, I took a multiple day retreat um, where you're not allowed to have your phone, you know, you're, you're, um, woken up and told when to go to bed and you don't really know what time it is. They don't, you don't have a watch. You're not allowed to do any of that. Um, and you're just spending this day or spending this time, this, you know, weekend with a group of people who are all doing the same thing. Um, and it's sometimes you have solitude and sometimes you have group stuff and, and you're, um, on this journey. Um, the whole thing is, is actually, it's supposed to be this journey. Um, and it takes you through, um, a lot of different, um, topics to, uh, to help you grow as a, as a person, as a minister, wherever you're at, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, it, it will hit you wherever you're at. And, um, for me, that time was, um, 
so special because I felt like I wasn't realizing how loud everything is mm. until everything was silent. Mm. Um, mic drop. We can call it a mic drop. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I wasn't really realizing how loud social media and, and um, just, you know, scrolling on your phone, the passive scrolling, I didn't realize how loud that stuff was until everything around me was silent. Mm. And when all that stuff was silent is when I, because I was in a place, I was getting to a low place again where I felt like I wasn't hearing God speak. Mm -hmm. um, and when everything got silent, I heard him again. Mm. Um, and I, I sat in this room that they had. It was a, a chapel that they had for us to kind of go in. I sat in there alone and I was just really in there and I, and I was hearing God and I was like, oh, I get to talk. So mm. like, let's have the conversation. And it was just like, like it, it helped me to identify something that I'd been trying to identify for a while, which is I feel called to youth, but I feel called to something else. And I don't really know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, and by the end of that, I knew what it was um, because I took time away mm. to just focus on that. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, that time, I did not know what to expect. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, but I'm so happy I did it. Yeah. It was a divine setup, man. Yeah. When I seen you, I experienced a peace, a shalom yes. that was on you. And I was like, this dude met God. Like, and I believe God is within and everywhere, you know. So I'm not just saying like, you know, what I mean, it was clear you had experienced God in a way that you had a level of clarity. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I point that out as um as even speaking to you who are watching and, and listening um elevation nation is the area of like sometimes we do have to get away yeah right so you're like man i, I need to get up i want to show up but right now i'm just so boggled down with so much maybe the first step is just to get away to your place of solitude you know maybe you want to go ahead and say all right well this is what i need to do and maybe i can't i don't know how to find the group that that Kasi's talking about no, no no you don't have to do all that necessarily maybe you can find you a beautiful place Maybe you can find a, 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 you know, tell somebody, take my phone, take the kids, take whatever the case may be. And I'm going to go ahead and take eight hours, six hours, five hours, whatever it is. Get your sabbatical on, get your solitude, get your mindset ready to make sure that you're hearing God clear and what that means for you. And you're like, well, what do you mean about the area of hearing? God speaks through so many areas. That's not just limited to him, not just an audible voice, not just a written word, not just through somebody else. Like it's all, it could be nature. It could be affirmation, confirmation. It could be a text message that come through, something scroll through social media. Just, it'll be a level. For me, sometimes it's numbers. I see 11, 11, I'll see 333. I'll see different things like that. I'll hear something, I'll sense something. Just be in tune, make sure you're getting the clarity that you need. So God, so once you know, I got that God moment, like it can put things in alignment. So as you're moving forward, you're not on the spiritual treadmill, just doing things just to do them. You know, it's purpose, it's power, it's passion, and it's alignment. So do not be afraid of the silence because there is a voice that can come forward in that area. So super excited for you to share that. But I'm also excited about your future mm -hmm. and what God is doing in your life. Yeah. I want the people to be able to follow you because I also know that there's some music in the works Yeah, that should be coming out around February-ish, yeah. right? Something now, like that. Somewhere yeah. like So it's not out now. So what they need to do is follow you mm -hmm. so they can know about your journey, your transition to Tennessee, um, everything that's going on in yeah. your heart and your life. So um, 
You wake up that social media channel and yep. do whatever you need to go ahead and do. <laughs> yeah. Let us know how we can follow you on social media. Um, so uh, the best spot to reach me will probably be on Instagram, which it's um, Isaac underscore backwards. That's my name. Kasi is Isaac backwards. So it's just Isaac underscore backwards. Spell um, like for some of us who are just kind of I-S-A-A-C underscore B-A-C-K-W-A-R-D-S. All right. And then we'll put it somewhere around here. Yeah. It'll, it'll be somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I'm, uh, you can find me on Facebook, too. Um, I'm, I talk to people on there, um, but the Instagram is where I'm going to try to post a lot of the journey okay. uh, moving forward. So catch me there. We are interested in the journey, man. Yes. I'm super excited about your future. Thank you for taking your time out. And mm -hmm. people don't know this, but I'm going to put it out there publicly anyway. When I found out you were moving, I said, you got to come mm -hmm. and do an episode. So push some things out of the way to make this stuff happen. Thank you. Cause I did not want to catch you across the the sea so mm -hmm. to speak yeah. wanted to get you in the studio yeah um and so let's stay tuned to see what god is doing in your heart your life mm -hmm. your mind to see the music that's coming forward the books that will come forward everything else that's going on in your heart and mind we're grateful for that leave us one word that we can take with us throughout the week that we mm -hmm. can hold on to what would you leave us with Ooh. um so I'll leave you with this one because we talked about community. We talked about solitude. Um, and I think um, with that whole solitude piece, it, it's, this is going to be very spiritual, but um, solitude is not um, wrong to do. It's actually biblical. Don't forget the Sabbath, mm -hmm. right? Um, take that Sabbath, take that rest, take that time for renewal. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not going against the whole community thing for you to need some time to recharge, renew, um, and grow. Um, it actually will help you to hear God and to be in tune with yourself and to rest. Mm. People in ministry don't rest well. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be, you know, holier and now because I do not rest well. Um, but I started resting well after I took that solitude. Mm -hmm. Um, so take, take your time, take your solitude, take your Sabbath, um, to help you to stay in touch with who you are, who God's called you to be, um, into a feel like you are energized enough to go and lead others or just to go about the business you got to do. If you're a business leader and you need to, you know work hard, you know, put in hours, yeah. do your thing, but without rest, you won't be effective. Um, so yeah, take that time. Mm, thank you. Elevation nation. You heard it. All right. Rest. Well, get up and show up. We appreciate you. You're amazing. Thank you again, Kasi for yeah. coming through and we will see you guys next week.